0: welcome to jerusalem studio podcast join us to discuss the latest updates from israel and the region
1: shalom and welcome to jerusalem studio for the last 17 years israel has been out of the gaza district having unilaterally left it under palestinian rule for 15 of those years, Hamas has controlled this narrow territory and its 2 million inhabitants. And for 11 of those, the leader of the Islamist Hamas and therefore Gaza has been Yahya Sinwar, a devout Islamist operative which Israel released from jail and a prisoner exchange deal. While Hamas maneuvers carefully not to trigger another major Israeli operation against it, Sinwar has inspired terror attacks by individuals per-penetrating Israeli cities from the West Bank, and part of the frustrated public response was a call to renew the tactic of targeted killings, with chief focus on the abruption of Sinwal's timeline. Has that helped de-escalate the situation, or only pushed Sinwal to show that he cares for the Palestinian and Muslim causes more than he does for his own personal safety? Joining us from Central Israel for today's discussion is Colonel in Reserve, Dr. Anan Wehbe, who is a senior fellow at the ICT at Reichman University and a lecturer as well at Haifa University. Thank you for joining us, Colonel. Yeah. Also joining us from northern part of Israel is Dr. Fadi Ismail, who is a research fellow at the Institute for Counterterrorism at Reichman University as well. Thank you for joining us as well, sir. And joining us here in the studio is our TV7 editor-at-large and host of both Watchmen Talk and Powers in Play, as well as so much more, Mr. Amir. Oh, and Amir, give us a broader understanding on the current state of play when we're speaking about the Gaza Strip.
0: Jonathan, please indulge me for a second, as if you have a choice. Um, It brings to mind crime and punishment. Sinwar is composed of sin and war. The scene was of course, releasing him in the Gilad Shalit deal without making sure that Israel could find in him an interlocutor uh, with which to cut a deal a much broader deal regarding a longer uh armistice, if not peace, in Gaza peace is uh probably impossible, with a militant uh, Islamic organization bent on the destruction of Israel. And what happened uh, was that following some four or five major operations um, over uh, the last uh, 13 years or so, Israel has gotten used to uh, some periods of quiet um, and then uh, broken by uh, rockets, salvos of rockets being launched into Israel. Interestingly enough, you can't find right now a vacant apartment or a house in the Israeli villages and towns around Gaza. Many uh, young Israeli families uh, bet on the uh, larger picture of being uh, quiet, along the border, again, uh, broken by a day, two days, a week of um, an exchange. But this is no solution, of course. And Israel is now, in a way, captive to Sinwar's, um, whatever you want to call it, decisions or whims. And Sinwar has also managed to portray himself as the guardian of Jerusalem, of the holy uh, part, the Muslim uh, holy places. And uh, he threatens Israel that if its behavior or the way the police conducts itself in East Jerusalem uh, displeases uh, him, he will uh, restart his uh, rocket campaign. So Israel is uh, treating a very fine line, of course uh, not wishing to uh, to be subjected to deterrence, but also not wishing to escalate
1: indeed. Well, I, I'd like to ask uh, uh, This point and, and a couple more points. Uh, Dr. Wehbe when we're talking about Yahya Sinwar uh, He was characterized uh, to me at least by uh, uh, members of the Israel security agency Shinbet, Bet uh, as a very astute individual a very devout Muslim one of the students of uh, the, the um, murderous leader or founding leader of the Islamist Hamas, Yahya Sinwal, uh, who in 83 actually was one of those individuals uh, as a student of, uh, of uh, uh, Yassin, excuse me, Ahmed Yassin. Uh, Sinwal signed actually the proclamation calling for an Islamic Jihad, a Muslim holy war for the liberation, quote of unquote, of Jerusalem and Israel at large. What was the, the thought behind Israel's uh, thought process, if you will, uh, with regard to releasing him in part of uh, the deal for uh, securing the release of Gilad Shalit, which, of course, in addition to Yahya Sinwar, there were 1,000 and, and uh, several more thousands that, uh, or, or dozens that were released uh, for one Israeli troop.
2: Well, on the Israeli side, uh, a lot of sides are talking a lot about that deal uh, and why people like Sinwar should have uh, been released, uh, knowing that uh, if we talk about their... Uh, the, the profile uh, psychological profiling of the man he is really radical he has a lot of experience he as you mentioned was educated by Ahmad yassin himself he is religious and uh, he, he's talking about this war and this uh, confrontation as a holy one It's not it's a lasting war and it's an enduring uh, hostility to the state of israel it's not about the uh, Understandings uh, for the short run, it's only pragmatic. Um, on this, in the Israeli side, if we refer to the deal, uh, the, the the mindset was uh, to release the soldier at that uh, stage. Uh, and those who decided the numbers were together with the, with the mediator, on both sides. A lot of Israelis now asking whether we should uh, uh, do again such a such an. Uh, a release of a huge number, uh, more than 1,000, uh, 1,027 actually prisoner, uh, prisoners. Uh, Sinwar is getting much more radicalized right now. Uh, uh, he is trying to change, first of all, the reality, the political and especially the economic reality right now in Gaza Strip. He had uh, promised his people there that he is going to uh, bring some hope, uh, jobs. To improve uh, their life by using uh, his military uh, wing and threatening Israel uh, and putting, putting inside, in front of them maybe uh, some alternative uh, to the way that this uh, closure and the naval siege is still uh, running by Israel, uh, with, with not a, a really a good success. Uh, uh, is part of the discussion inside Gaza Strip. A lot of young people, the younger generation, uh, are rethinking, again, if this Mukawama model is the right one for them at this particular time, where the politics in the Middle East all over are changing, are shifting, and there are a lot of opportunities, and they are afraid that they might be put aside uh, and they will miss uh, this uh, fantastic opportunity.
1: Just for the sake of our viewers who do not speak Arabic, Mukawama model, uh, could you elaborate on that? Mukawama model
2: is, uh, is part of this continuous struggle, of this enduring conflict between Dar al-Islam, uh, the house of Islam, and the house of the non-believers, of all other sides that are uh, opposing. Uh, the Islamic strategy. If we refer to uh, uh, Sayyid Qutb, in particular, that wrote uh, a lot about uh, this issue in the sixties, this struggle uh, must be learned, and there are stages, referring, of of course, to the the original model of the prophet of Islam, Muhammad, uh, and uh, Sinwar is following those those, uh, steps. here. He might be uh, preparing for the next stage, and preparing uh, the hearts and the minds of the new generation, trying to keep them. And it's not an easy job, because today uh, the mukawama model of just continue uh, the preparation Mm -hmm. and acting whenever it's the right time, uh, it's not the same way that this global uh, uh, new generation is raising, and it, he is influenced by, by the smartphones uh, from the globalization, uh, uh, you know, values, uh, and their their dream might be a bit different than his. Uh, and he is trying also to convince his people that resilience also is very important. They have resilience is something that should be taught, uh, uh, and the society might be uh, missing this issue. because. People are people, families are families. Everybody wants hope, wants better life for his uh, children. And Yahya Senwar is not bringing this kind of hope. So his Indeed. model of muqawama might be at risk.
1: Indeed. Uh, Dr. Ismail, I'd like to ask you, uh, particularly when we're talking about the, the uh, declaration of uh, 83 in which uh, uh, Ahmad Yassin called for an Islamic jihad, Uh, for, uh, to reconquer so-called, the areas including Jerusalem in particular, Um, his student uh, Yahya Sinwar uh, then sought to fulfill that call. Uh, One of the points of the Islamist Hamas, of course, within its charter, it's calling for the annihilation of Israel uh, as part of that Islamic Jihad, or the armed conflict of the Holy War, uh, to reconquer the territories. But it does not speak particularly about Hamas. It speaks about all of the Deir al Islam or Islam, the Ummah, the, the nation of Islam, that should join together and uh, uh, work together in order to bring about that reality. How do you see the, the current international standing, specifically within the Arab world, for the Islamist Hamas organization, which remains uh, a Foreign terrorist organization uh, recognized as such by the United States by the European Union and and other EU member states as well as other countries around the world Um, Do you see it as exclusively? uh, being backed by Muslim Brotherhood uh, Oriented states such as Qatar and uh, Turkey or is this now expanding as we see the Islamic Republic of Iran using its own proxy the Palestinian Islamic Jihad to further its own interests in Gaza, and by doing so, diminishing Hamas' uh, capacity to direct its own
3: political agendas? This question plays right into uh, the points that uh, Sinwar himself brought up recently in in, uh, a fiery exchange um, in the media, as well as one of his speeches. Speaking internationally, this is exactly how Sinwar sees the battle that he is engaged in. He sees it, sees it as an international battle, as a Dar al-Harb versus Dar al-Salam, or al-Ummah versus Dar al-Harb. And uh, he said it openly that uh, he, he, Hamas, is no more than the torchbearer for a fight that is the central, it's a central fight for the Palestinian issue, as well as for all of Islam. So this is one thing he's promoting vis-a-vis the rest of the world. The world that really matters to him which is the islamic world i am the torchbearer for all of you for the most important issue okay being a, a politician and a very effective one at that he walks a tightrope between these lofty words and the international reality that he's trying to play him first of all let's talk about what hamas is doing internationally he has outreach in many countries you i think somebody mentioned turkey a few minutes ago uh, of course in lebanon he even uh, we know that there was uh, a rocket shot from Lebanon into uh, Israeli territory during the recent uh, incidents. Uh, he has outreach, uh, of course, recently the Hamas, uh, Gaza uh, made a strategic decision to become closer to Iran, not only Islamic Jihad, but actually Hamas. And that should uh, have uh, far-reaching uh, outcomes. Um, He has also outreach in other parts of the world, all the way to the Far East. Only very recently, maybe last month, we've heard about uh, uh, a success by Filipino, uh, Philippines, Filipino uh, security service by catching a Hamas organization in the Philippines, uh, planning for uh, operations against uh, Israeli and Jewish uh, targets over the world Philippines. We know he has outreach also in Malaysia. We know he has uh, a whole operation in Africa. I mean, he's becoming like Hezbollah in a sense. He has, he operates all over the world and as far in uh, this way is becoming, uh, a, or trying to become a global player based upon the model of Hezbollah that is basically everywhere. Of uh, coming closer to home, also inside uh, the 48, uh, the Dakhil or the inside, Um, Hamas, uh, or some people say that uh, Sinwar was surprised by the reaction or the response of the Israeli Arab street during uh, May 2021, those incidents. And uh, indeed, we identify a much more robust campaign that he has inside uh, Israeli Arabs trying to bring them uh, more operationally into his uh, work. We know that they are trying to reach into West Bank and East Jerusalem, not with a lot of success, except the area But there's one place that he is not engaging, and that is Gaza itself. I mean, he wants to work the whole world the international arena in his favor, but keeping Gaza outside military, possible military strikes from Israel. He simply cannot engage Gaza now with Israel and that is an interesting thing. He's trying to move everybody around him. And even mm-hmm. in his speech, he actually says it. Uh, our front lines are uh, Al-Aqsa, West Bank, um, uh, Israeli-Palestinians out of the deficit, etc. But he wants to keep us uh, away from, um, the, from, the, from the actual operation. Uh, he simply cannot take another big military operation with Israel, that's a reality today. Especially after Egypt, uh, about about a month and a half ago, decided to uh, close the borders with uh, Gaza for a lot of the uh, commodities that they need. So now, Sinwar, for all of his big talk, needs Israel even more than he did before. So we have a person here who is trying to walk this tightrope, and the international picture that you have or the backdrop that you have uh, described plays right into it. Yeah, on one hand, the world is busy with the Ukraine. The United States is busy with China and Russia. Uh, There's way less attention to these kinds of fundamentalist terrorist organizations. But uh, that doesn't really help uh, uh, Sinwar a lot, because the only thing it means is that now Iran can have more outreach in the region and I'm not sure this is a road that he wants to go uh, down because we've seen in Lebanon that once Iran puts its hand somewhere, it takes over. It doesn't just help for the for help, it becomes a major player like it is in Lebanon right now or in Syria. Uh, so they received, like we saw Lebanon here, where they received the Iranian help. And uh, next thing you know, they basically run out of Tehran. So uh, Zenoir is walking a very, very, very tight rope here. All of his options are pretty bad. And we didn't even mention, we didn't even start mentioning the troubles that he has within his own organization, within Hamas. Indeed. His uh, uh, his other contestants for the the number one and with the um, institutions, the party institutions. So he's in a very problematic place right now but he can still cause a lot of damage as long as he manages to keep himself outside of uh, Israeli um, military uh, uh, targeting right now. And this is where the whole conversation about whether or not to assassinate Sinwar plays in, into, because if we tell him actually the one place you don't want to see acti- action in actually be the first place we will hit you, uh, that really... Put, Messes up all of his uh, calculations. So not all news are bad news. We have also to say that some of the good stuff. Absolutely, so that, uh,
1: yeah. indeed. Uh, just uh, to clarify, for the sake of viewers again who do not speak Arabic, Deril al and Dar salam The one means uh al haub means the house of of war. The other one, uh, Dar al-Salam means the house of peace. But, and and Mukama being
0: resistance.
1: Very good. Your Arabic is improving. One one word. Indeed. Well. Uh, I mean, when we're talking about Israel in this context, it's looking at the current situation. It sees the Islamist Hamas organization increasing its uh, capabilities, its international standing for that matter within the Arab world and the Persian world for that uh, uh, matter as well. But you know, we also see it diminishing somewhat uh, of its capabilities uh When we're looking about the rebuilding process, it's much more challenging at this stage when we're talking about the Gaza Strip. And also one of its um, prime backers, if you will, because of its relations to the Muslim Brotherhood, has uh, informed uh, the pro-Turkish Elements within Hamas as uh, dr. Ismail has also alluded there are different um, Parties within the Islamist Hamas. Each one has its own uh, patrons whether it is the Islamic Republic of Iran, Qatar uh, Malaysia for that matter and and, uh, uh, Turkey was one of those and now Turkey has informed uh, its uh, somewhat stooges, I w- I w- I'd like to call them, but uh, uh, the Hamas operatives on its own territory, that they will not be allowed to operate against Israel from Turkey soil. To what degree is this because of the increased Iranian influence? And is this beyond that, or, or is uh, this more about the, the reproach aspirations?
0: Well, that's probably it. If Turkey wants uh, better relations with Israel, uh, it cannot... Uh, Let uh, Salah Haruri, the number two man uh, in Hamas and others, um, have a free hand to plot against Israel uh, from Turkish soil. But let's go back to basics for a moment, uh, even though our viewers are quite knowledgeable. There is um, a century-old conflict between the Jewish national movement, which is now the Israeli national movement, and the Palestinian national movement. Now, Palestinians are, of course, Arabs. Most Arabs are Muslim. There is uh, a Christian minority, but the Israeli national movement found some compromises with other Arab movements, the Egyptian one, the Jordanian one, the Lebanese, the Syrian, perhaps the Iraqi. Down the road, it uh, conceivably can have peace with the entire Arab world based on territorial compromises Um, Hamas Hezbollah and Iran which is not uh, Arab these are all militant Muslim movements and they can see no compromise especially not on what they consider Holy Muslim soil Which is Palestine and especially Jerusalem. So there can be No long-standing solution between Israel and Hamas. And the only solution which Israel has um, seen was for Fatah, for the Palestinian Authority, to impose its will on Hamas. As long as Abu Mazen, who is ill and quite ancient, is in power, there will be no such imposition. Of uh, Palestinian even offshoots.
1: though when we're looking at the Palestinian uh, uh, Towns and cities in the West Bank the area of Jenin and Nablus uh, The Palestinian Authority has quite frankly lost control of those ter- territories Yes, but not th- only from outside of its party, but from within its party, right. an unloyal part of that
0: well, yeah, that's that's how the the uh, violence of the year 2000 started with Tanzim and Shabiba and other Fatah offshoots Rather than Hamas and Jihad and had there been uh, free elections now in the West Bank Hamas would have probably uh, prevailed so for Israel which much earlier in the 80s, which you mentioned uh, uh, thought uh, to cultivate Hamas as a counterweight to uh, Fatah Now it's obvious that there will be no peace with Hamas and therefore Gaza will be out of the picture
1: indeed Well, we're drawing near to the end of the program and each of you have about a minute and 20 seconds uh, To provide your perspective for the near future. Where is the Gaza Strip currently heading? Is it going to continue to be not only a uh, militant problem uh, from where terrorist uh, activity emanates from, but also a humanitarian one as it's been since uh, the Islamist organization took over back in 2006?
2: First of all, uh, after hearing all what uh, I've been said right now, we should never underestimate uh, Sinwar and his leadership right now in, uh, in Gaza Strip. We should uh, pay attention to the voices, the other voices, that want better life and want stability and want uh, a kind of hudna, no war, no peace, uh, right now. I think the next, uh, next stage is not going to, to change the, uh, uh, the reality from one side to another in, uh, in Gaza. They will continue to be under a uh, blockade and uh, some kind of military siege, uh, but uh, 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 the Egyptian Will will play a central role, and we should remember the Arab countries, and in particular Egypt, do not uh, want to see this model succeeding to achieve uh, their political goals because they are the brothers that are the opposition uh, at home in Egypt and in other neighboring countries. They want Indeed. another model of secular, military, uh, central regimes in the uh, Arab countries, uh, and I'm afraid that uh, uh, if this role will not be taken seriously by the egyptians and maybe a bit we will need the qataris also to continue their role even though uh, we know that the uh, qatari money the qatari dollars have not helped a lot to stabilize gaza on the contrary they are uh, uh, buying much more arms etc the next stage might be uh, risky but once again maybe one more round uh, military for a short while, and then a long stability, hopefully we will not need it.
3: Indeed. Uh, Dr. Ismail, you have 40 seconds exactly. When I ask myself what can make an opponent go to military uh, option, I also apply it to Hamas. Uh, There are several things that can do this, mostly economic in nature or political internal politics. At this stage, they know that they cannot conquer uh, Jerusalem uh this is an organization i agree with colonel we- this is an organization that weaponized heights, like children's toys so uh they can really do a lot of things tactically speaking it's just a question of the, the the threshold to be crossed for them uh to have the need to go to military operation i believe that if the money keeps on flowing in the meantime for them they will give it like this
1: This is all the time that we have for today. So I'd like to thank Dr. Wehebe, uh, uh, Dr. Ismail, and Mr. Oren for being part of today's panel. And I'd like to thank our viewers as well. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us in another Jerusalem Studio podcast. For more content on Israel and its region, we invite you to visit our website at tv7israelnews.com and follow us on social media.